All right, hey everyone, this is Zach Rutledge, author of the official Depression Relief Playbook. And Mike has been kind enough to let me speak on his podcast today, so thank you, Mike. Uh, now, I'll, what I'll be talking about today does pertain to struggles with depression and anxiety, but the topics and exercises absolutely work in the context of self-esteem or just general well-being. So uh, first, my credentials. Like I said, I'm the author of the official Depression Relief Playbook, and I wrote it because as someone who suffered from an from depression and anxiety, and eventually found my way to the other side, if you will, uh, I felt like it was really important to share the tips and tricks to help as many people as possible. Um, it's essentially the book that would have really helped me at 19, 20, 25 years old. So I'm a black belt in karate. I'm a yoga teacher in training. I'm a certified personal trainer, a certified nutrition specialist. And I'm currently taking an antidepressant, which I, I do touch upon in the book, and I, my story's about that. Um, I was hesitant to, to be honest. And as a quick side note, I actually just got into a grad program to uh, become a licensed therapist. So I'm pretty excited about that. So <laughs> taking it to the next level. Anyway, so as I struggled through my depression, which absolutely affected my self-esteem, I slowly built on routines and exercises pulled from... Um, all of the above, so like the yoga, the martial arts, the fitness, I pulled from everything. And it wasn't until fairly recently that I started the antidepressants, it was about three years ago, uh, which I feel is a good thing because it gave me time to dial in as many of the other skills as possible, pretty much exhausting all the other options before quote unquote topping off with the antidepressants. Uh, they all helped with or without the drugs, but I'm a firm believer in the D-Day approach, which is to say, do everything you can in your power to help yourself. There is no silver bullet. Uh, there is no one thing that makes all the difference. So stacking a lot of little things feels like a good approach. Uh, that being said, let's talk about those little things. Um, so if you're able to, go grab a pen and piece of paper. Um, because <laughs> I joke around with some of my clients. These are your assignments. Take them seriously. I promise you they will help, but you got to take it seriously. So, uh, of course, please talk to your doctor before you start any of these, just in case there's an underlying condition uh, where you'd have to modify something, okay? So I'm going to give really practical advice here, okay? So number one, I'm going to give five things. Number one, you need to work out. And this sounds almost cliche, and it's actually very easy to ignore. Um, and I go through a list in the book of like certain exercises, like I love yoga and I love lifting weights and I love cycling, things like that. But if you're just getting into working out or even the seasoned person, actually, for that matter, there's a great app called the seven minute workout. You can download it for Android or iPhone and, uh, Johnson and Johnson makes a really good one. Um, but I think, I believe they're all the same. It's seven minute workouts, just essentially a plan. And what it does is it runs you through exactly what it says. It's a seven minute workout. So, you know, you're doing things like jumping jacks, push-ups, crunches, whatever. So if you're brand new to exercise, this is a good place to start. It gives you a nice little stretch in the beginning and end. Um, and it's not, you're not like diving off the deep end. A lot of times when people they're like, oh man, I'm depressed. I'm going to go run a 10K and then that's way too much or too sore. They're like, oh, that's not for me. No, no, no. Get into the seven minute workout app. And the nice thing is you can always scale it up. You can actually do oh man, I think there's something like 25 different workouts in these apps where you can do a solid half hour workout. It's going to work um, anaerobic, which is muscles essentially, and aerobically. So you're going to be breathing, working your cardio. 
great place to start. So please search the seven minute workout. If you're not working out already, um, even if you're not depressed, <laughs> it's a great one to, to, to check out. Next, uh, I'm going to explain something to you um, actually developed by a Navy SEAL and it's called box breathing. Okay. And this is really good for, uh, I would do it a lot like before big meetings um, or anytime your anxiety is getting a little out of control. And it's really good to kind of dial in your focus as well. So what it is, is it's all nostril breath. And what you do is you breathe in for a count of four, hold it for a count of four, exhale for a count of four, and hold it at the bottom for a count of four. So it's kind of like you're drawing a box, right? It's, it's those equal sides. If four doesn't work for you, you can go for five or whatever. It's really just how, how quickly you count. But the idea is, number one, you're taking control of your breath. Number two, you're practicing that deep uh, diaphragmatic breathing, that deep belly breathing. Uh, three, when you breathe through your nose in such a controlled way, you get this little cluster of nerves in the, the back of your nasal cavity. And when the air rushes over that cluster of nerves, it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest uh, system, I guess. And um, it's a really good way to kind of almost like hit a pause button on your day. And if you do this for five minutes, I, I promise you, you will feel, you know, you, it's not going to cure anything that you have, but you will feel a little bit better. You'll be a little more focused uh, and you'll be less anxious. Couple that with working out and you're going to be off to a pretty good start. Three, um, it, this also sounds silly, so bear with me. Set micro goals. Okay, so when I was in my deep depression uh, back in my late teens, early 20s, uh, I, had a, I found it to be difficult to do anything. Um, even laying in bed was hard. <laughs> so what I did was I was like, okay, I'm going to make it through one TV show. I couldn't even concentrate on one TV show. It was, it was pretty deep. Uh, I did the wrong thing by watching the news, which was a terrible idea. So I don't recommend that. But um, that was how I started it. And that's kind of how you want to work your day. What I literally do to this day is whenever I have, well, I mean, even if it's just normal things or if it's a giant goal, I write it down. And I write it down in the beginning of my day or the night before. Then I break anything down into much smaller pieces so I'm not getting overwhelmed, right? So let's just say, I don't know, there's something wrong with my car and I have to fix it. Let's just say the window slid down. I don't know. I'm thinking off the top of my head here. Um, it's easy to get overwhelmed. You're like, oh, geez, how the heck do I do that, right? But if you take it one bolt at a time, take those pieces off, take the plates off, one piece at a time, next thing you know, the whole thing's going to be fixed. But you can't do it all at once, right? And that goes with any goal. If you're making an album or you're making a movie or you're writing a book, you can only write one word at a time. You can only play one note at a time. It's those micro goals. And celebrate every one of those, right? Celebrate every one of those small victories. Um, fourth is don't be afraid of medication. If you start it, stay with it, which has been the biggest issue with most people. Okay. Uh, back in the day when I knew people who started to go on medication, um, for anxiety or depression, things like that, um, 
it didn't have a great effect on them. And I thought, okay, that's not for me. The thing is, I was, this was in my teenage years. I was coming at it from the mindset of a teenager where, you know, people would do it for two weeks and you like, you know, two weeks for a teenager is an eternity. Um, to be fair, I know adults now who've tried antidepressants for three days. They said it made them feel weird and they stopped. It took me months to fully adjust. Now, the first week was the hardest. The second week was the second hardest, but it eventually tapered off. All the side effects tapered off. You have to have patience if you're going to do it. Of course, you're going to talk to your doctor about this and, and keep in contact with them, but hang with it. Hang with it if you're going to do it. Um, the medications are different now than they were 20, 30 years ago. It's not like once you're on it, you're stuck on them forever. When I talked to, primary, to my primary care doctor and I was hesitant on getting on them, she was like, well, you can always just come off if you don't like it. So it, it's, it's not as scary as it seems. Um, but if you notice things like some common uh, side effects could be like restless sleep or um, I had a weird feeling in my jaw. I know that sounds weird. I had a weird feeling in my jaw. I felt a little lightheaded. Those all taper off. Okay, so hang with it. All right, I think I beat that to the ground enough. Fifth thing, positive media like this podcast, funny enough. So like I said before, when I, the, the news was the wrong place to be. Okay, if you're, if you're trying to improve your life and you're constantly sucked into the gossip and the, and the, the backstabbing online or the, the, the dopey TV shows, those pseudo-reality TV shows that's all just built on humiliating people, get away from it. There are plenty of positive um, podcasts like this one you can turn on in your cars. There's plenty of uh, positive websites, um, and it's a fight. You you have to fight to stay positive, but you but you have to get all of that. You know, I call it infobesity. You have so much negativity constantly coming at us, so it really makes sense to try to cut down as much of the junk as you can. It's, it's like junk food for your brain. Cut it down, seek out the positive media that counts books too, right? There's plenty of great books. Actually, I list a few in the, in the end of my book, some of the books that really changed my life too. So quick recap, work out, box breathe, micro goals, don't be afraid of the medication, especially if your doctor's bringing it up to you, and positive media, surround yourself with it. Um, if you have any questions, you can always email me, ZachSRutledge at gmail.com. I'd be happy to hear from you. Um, and thank you so much to Mike. I, I really believe in what he's doing, and I'm happy that he's fighting the good fight. And if you're interested, please check out my book at the Official Depression Relief uh, Playbook, available at Amazon. Thanks, guys. All right, Zach. Thank you so much for coming on to Silent Journeys and being willing to uh, share what you have today. Um, I certainly appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, man. All right. And that wraps it up for today's episode. Um, I'd like to thank Zach for coming on and I'd like to thank you for listening in and taking the time out of your day to participate in this project and, and, uh, and be present.